today we have a guest. We have Joseph, who is on the Israel trip with me over winter break. So welcome, Joseph, to the podcast. We're very happy to have you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Of course. Do you want to like give a little background on yourself, like where you're from, what school you go to, what you're studying? Yeah, sure. So um, I am a junior at the College of William Mary in Williamsburg, Virginia. Uh, I've lived all over. Uh, my dad was in the army, so I moved all over. I lived in five different places growing up. And then I've been in Northern Virginia for the last 10 years. Um, and I'm studying government at William and Mary. Um, and I'm hoping to I don't know, find something to do on the East Coast after I graduate uh, next year. Have you been to the West Coast? Yes. Um, so my brother lives out in uh, Los Angeles. Um, he's been out there for about a year and a half now. So I actually went to visit him after we got back from Israel um, over winter break. And then we also did a cross-country road trip to move him out there uh, originally. So I, I didn't make it out to the West Coast for a while, but... I've been there a few times since like 2015. So you don't like it here or it's just because all the government stuff is on the East Coast and that's why you want to stay on the East Coast? Oh, I mean, it's a combination of things. There's a lot of, you know, uh, government and uh, uh, also just like network connections of like a lot of people who I know end up staying on the East Coast and everything. A lot of the jobs and industry stuff I would be looking to do is not as much on the West Coast and more on the uh, East Coast. Though I'm, I'm not opposed. I, I absolutely love the West Coast. It's uh, it's very nice. I prefer the weather during the warmer months. Um, I mean, West Coast, West Coast. West Coast, West Coast. There's <laughs> definitely no bias in this call. <laughs> I'm curious, how did you hear about the whole Israel trip and that opportunity? Because I know our school was pushing it out a little bit. Was your school the same? Yeah, so um, I actually heard about it from a friend of mine who had gone um, on the trip um, before me. I'm not sure how he heard about it originally, but he was supposed to go during 2020, and then the trip got postponed. So he ended up going in May of 2021, um, and I was one of the people who he talked to afterwards about his experience, and he had uh, recommended that I... uh, apply and he gave me some of the information so I actually found out about it through him he's now graduated and working in DC for Accenture um just doing some public consulting but um heard about the opportunity from him I'd always wanted to go to Israel and learn more about the country and get to see a lot of things so it it sounded like a great opportunity yeah that's super cool have you always been like a travel person or that's the first time you were out of the country how's your abroad he lived abroad Oh, tell me more. Yeah, so one of the places that I lived um, when I was moving around growing up, I used to live in Madrid, Spain. My uh, dad had a job there with NATO at the time. So got to do a lot of traveling then um, around Europe. And then um, pretty much since I've been back in the States, we've just sort of, you know, traveled around the U.S. and a little bit in the Caribbean. And um, this past summer, I had a study abroad internship in London, so I was able to do some studying there and some traveling. So I, I've i always loved traveling and I'm trying to do more as I'm getting older because um, 
it's fun. And I like seeing the world and I love history and I love uh, government and politics. So I like being able to go and see a lot of the places where um, a lot of things are happening or have happened and learn some more about that to give myself some more context. No, that's awesome. I think once you dip your toe in the whole traveling world, it's hard not to. And especially for you growing up, being all over the place, I'm sure that played a role in it. So that's cool. I also studied abroad for a couple months. And now I'm like, when's the next time I can go back abroad? So I yeah. definitely know the feeling. Where did you Where did you study abroad? I studied abroad in Costa Rica the last oh, spring semester. Sweet. Yeah, we exactly. We could be doing this ago. call in Spanish, guys. Because Joseph speaks Spanish, so we could... Yeah. Theoretically, maybe we'll have you back and do a Spanish episode because we've done one Spanish episode. You can go listen really? to it. Yeah, oh, nice. it's with, with my Venezuelan friends. That was pretty fun. I just went to Spain for the first time this weekend. I was in Barcelona. Loved it. it was How'd so you like great. it? I loved it. Like, And <clears throat> I felt like my Spanish has been going by the wayside because I'm speaking a lot of French here, obviously, and then Italian because my like a lot of my friend group is Italian, but I'm not speaking that much Spanish. And so it was really nice to just like get to speak Spanish for three days too. That was just like, mm. made me happy. That's sweet. That's <laughs> sweet. I love that. Yeah. So how's school going for you? Are you on spring break right now? No, I, um, I am on spring break starting tomorrow. Um, so school's going good. It's busy. It's probably my busiest semester that I've had, but, um, you know, it's what I've been told junior year and junior spring would be like, it's similar to, I feel like junior year of high school where like you're, it just feels like that year where, you know, in, 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 instead of taking, you know, your first AP exams and the SAT or ACT and looking for colleges, you're, starting to think about jobs and graduation and everything. So I've been doing a lot of like internship applications and stuff like that. So um, it's been good though. I'm, I'm ready for spring break. I'm, I'm actually doing a bit of traveling for spring break, which I'm oh. excited about. I'll be in uh, Scotland and Ireland. Um, awesome. I'm going to go visit a couple of friends who are studying abroad. So I'm very excited to get back out there. So it's, it's, uh, it's timely that we're doing this podcast now, right for spring break. Definitely. Yeah, Have you awesome. been before when you did your internship? Did you make it up to Scotland at all? Or is this going to be your first time in Scotland and Ireland? So I made it up to Scotland. I, I, I did like a city break, like solo trip to Edinburgh by myself from London. I took the train up, spent a night and then came back the next day late. Um, but I haven't seen anything else in Scotland. So I have a couple friends, one from home and one from William and Mary who happen to be studying abroad in Edinburgh. They're in the same class as each other. And they found out they both. Oh, that's hilarious. So I'm going to go visit both of them in Edinburgh and hopefully see a little bit more of uh, Scotland if I can. And then I've never been to Ireland. So I'm also hitting um, Belfast and Northern Ireland on the way over and then taking a train down to Dublin. And I haven't seen any of Ireland or Northern Ireland yet, so I'm very excited to check both those places nice. out. I have not been to Ireland yet. I have been to Edinburgh, and I really, really liked it. Are you? Did you say you're going to like Glasgow and other cities, or just more seeing more of Edinburgh? I'm probably going to see more of Edinburgh, but my, both my friends are going to be um, gone uh, doing their own like weekend travel the day that I get there on Sunday. So I'm thinking about going and doing... Um, something else the first day that I'm there because Edinburgh's a pretty small city I feel like I, I already saw like a lot of the main highlights but there's few more things that I'm going to check off my list when they're open on Monday the day that I'm there so I'm trying to think about maybe going to another city close by or mm-hmm. trying to figure out some sort of day trip that I can do uh if you have any recommendations I'm I, I, I'm all ears I'm thinking about Glasgow or Sterling 
those are the closest. The other things on my list were like Inverness and the Isle of Skye, but those are like super north. So yeah, probably. Yeah, no, yeah it's like a those... three and a half hour bus ride. Yeah, or Glasgow's train ride. Gonna be your, your which I was like, I could do, but like, yeah. Are you I? looking we'll at see. Flixbus? Have you looked at Flixbus? No, what's that? Okay, it's like the cheap thing, and we have it in the U.S. too. Never heard of it till I got here, but it's like. 10 euro 10 dollar 10 pound buses all over the place um yeah so if you look that up see if there's a good bus to glasgow or like sterling or something like that and you could always take it overnight too Mm -hmm. um depending like what time you get in or whatever and that's like a good way to kill the time too but flixbus is is really good i was gonna say a recommendation for edinburgh though is the cafe where jk rowling wrote harry potter about that Across, yes. so it's called Elephant House, but then across the street from that, there's a really good gelato shop. Okay. <laughs> so I recommend the gelato there. It's run by an Italian family, so it's like very authentic gelato, which is cool. And then did you already do the graveyard last time you were there? No, so I didn't get to do the graveyard, but I wanted to check it out this time. The other things I'm checking out are um I'm checking out uh the Holyrood House and yeah. um Scottish Parliament, which I didn't get to see last time because they were closed on the weekend. Yes. Um but I was able to see Edinburgh Castle and all of the like m- like most of the things along the Royal Mile and Arthur's yeah. seat and all that stuff. Nice. Um but like I said, right, I feel like I want to be able to get the things I was I want to be able to do things I wasn't able to um last time before. So I, I think I'm also going to the um to the um to the art museum i'm forgetting the name like the scottish national gallery yeah probably that yeah i need to go i need to go back to scotland because i just i did like a day in edinburgh so there's more i definitely want to see too if i wasn't like if england wasn't like more expensive than staying in europe then i would totally go because i do want to for sure but i think that's gonna have to be a separate trip where i go do the british isles again and see more things. I might actually be going in May because there's the coronation and they're giving out tickets to the coronation mm-hmm. concert, which the whole royal family will be at. They're they're like raffling tickets off and you have to have a UK address. And one of my friends moved to Southampton last year. So I had her enter for us because you get two tickets. And so fingers crossed, I might get to go to the coronation concert and then that will be me going to England. I'm just, I won't do anything else probably because it's in I think it's in London it's either in London or Windsor um so it'll just be like what I've seen before but I'll get to be at the coronation which will be pretty cool so yeah that that's the only yeah no that would be sweet going in otherwise I'm staying on continent well no I'm going to Morocco in May but otherwise I'm staying on continent for the rest of the semester That'll be sweet. That'll be super cool. I've always wanted to go to Morocco. We never got to make it when we lived in Spain um but the next time that I'm over there, I'm hoping to go. So I'm yes, excited. Actually, to I'm going with a Spanish company and it's 200 euros for five days, four nights, camping in the Sahara and like all the things. So if you want that information, I'll send it to you. All you have wow. to pay for in addition. It's like pl- it's not plane flight included, but 200 euros for all this stuff. And you speak Spanish, mm-hmm. so you'll understand all the tours and everything because all the tours and things are in Spanish. But mm-hmm. my friends just did it a couple weeks ago and yeah. recommended it to me. And so that's what I'm trying to do in May. So I'm so excited. That's awesome. Where did you find that? Like the closest thing that I've heard of, of anything like that. I mean, I I know there's other like guided tour groups, but I know that like um, 
I, I was looking on some things on Hostel World when I was booking hostels mm-hmm. for this spring break trip. And I know that there's like a there's like a tangential company called like Travel Buddies or or something where mm-hmm. like basically you can like go on and like find people who are, are also on like Hostel World and like book these like planned trips for like budget prices and you know. Yeah. No, I just, apparently this company is like really well known in Spain and Mm. I have Mexican friends here who have friends who did the trip. And so they signed up and did it. And then they told me about it when we were talking about it. So like through a chain of people basically, but it's a well-known company. It's it's called Abraham Tours. Okay, sweet. I'll have to write that down. I'll try that down. That's cool. (laughs) You're like over there with your notepad taking it. Anyway, Avantika, I've talked so much. (laughs) No, I was just going to say, I can definitely tell how you guys got along and probably like had the same kind of conversations on the trip. It's nice to see two travel fanatics talk about it. Like yeah. bouncing. I mean, forth. you are too. Actually, Joseph, I have to take the credit for Vontica going on study abroad. Before she met me, she had never even thought about it. And then she went. It's nice. so true. Yeah. I like, I was minoring in Spanish and I maybe, I hadn't even considered it really though. But then Acacia was like, I've studied abroad like once in high school and I plan on going five times in college. And I was like, okay, maybe this is something I can think about. And then it ended up happening. I'm so grateful. So you changed my life. You're Too welcome. cheesy. <laughs> That's sweet. Yeah. Well, So I go to ASU, I'm majoring in psych and neuroscience, so kind of on the STEM side of things, but hoping to be a doctor. My spring break is just filled with MCAT studying, so the standardized tests never go away, but it's nice to hear that people are going out and having fun. That'll be me at some point. (laughs) Yeah, no, one of my, um, it's actually, it's actually good that you mentioned that because I was uh, about to ask, I was like, "Ah, I feel like I don't know anything about you, but it's, it's funny that you mentioned the, the MCAT study and both my roommates are STEM guys. They're both probably like, they're on like the MCAT or doctoral track. And uh, one of my housemates has been studying his MCAT exam is at the end of April. So he's like stopping work in like late March and then like taking the final month, but he's been taking his like seven hour exams like practice exams like every other week i was like oh, oh my I god know. so i'm in like, the exact same boat that's when i'm taking mine too unfortunately i can't take a break from school but i'm trying to like not do as many hours at work and stuff but it's intense it's so much yeah no yeah he's like luckily he's in the boat where he's already graduated so he's he, he took a gap year to sort of save up some money mm-hmm. um and also study but I commend you for doing that on top of school and it, what you have a job. What's your job? Yeah, I'm a personal care assistant. So it's on the medical route too, but oh my it, gosh. Yeah, <laughs> I seriously commend you for how much you have on your plate. Best of luck in the end of April. I'm sure you'll Thank kill you. it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, let your roommate know good luck as well that we're all suffering together. We'll make it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I will. Yeah, I'm not envious. I'm like the typical business major, business, anything but STEM major where I'm just like, you know, it's your STEM yeah. majors. You chose this for yourself, honestly. I know. We'll I, was gonna, out I was going to ask you, Joseph, are you doing a master's or you just want to work? Um, I think right after college, I am just going to try to work. I may go back um, to try to get a master's at some point. But I, I had this discussion last summer where someone was telling me who, uh, who I was working with in my office for my uh, study abroad internship. He was telling me how... Um, 
basically he was like, I don't really want to go get like a master's degree. If I don't really know what I want to study yet, like I would, I wouldn't want it to just be like the next thing I do after yeah. college. If I don't really know what I want that to be yet. So yeah. So I sort of thought about it in that light. And I was like, well, if I went to grad school directly after college, would I be doing it because there's something I really want to get expertise in? Or would I be doing it because it's just like, I still want to continue doing school because I don't know what's next. Um, So I've decided that I, (laughs) given that I don't really know what I want to do with my career yet, um, I figured I would go try to get some uh, career experience and then see about going back to grad school at some point later on the line. But it, it is something that I do want to do at some point. Just I maybe not the, right after I graduate. It's just the difficult thing with working versus you can kind of get just stuck in the, the corporate cycle. And then it's just oh, like I'm... hard to leave and go out. I mean, I'm the reason why I'm doing a master's is just because it was kind of like the natural progression. And I actually stayed at ASU for the grad program I'm doing because it mm. was going to be way easier to do their undergrad and just like go right into it rather than doing my undergrad elsewhere and trying to apply externally and get in because it's actually a really competitive school but because I'm already doing undergrad they try and keep everyone in like a pipeline and so Mm. that's like why I stayed to do it and also it's just like a really good program like well known in the business world internationally especially so yeah Something to add to that, Joseph, though, is I was talking, I'm not interested in a master's, obviously, but my sister's kind of on that track. And I was talking to some friends and they were like, "It's there's actually some companies out there that if you work with them for a couple of years, they'll pay you to go back to school because they want more expert professionals in their organization. So if you do end up working for a couple of years, there's a chance you could get the entire thing paid for, or sometimes they'll even pay you to go get a master's. And so it's worth waiting and seeing what other opportunities opportunities are out there yeah yeah we'll just we'll just see how it goes mm-hmm. uh yeah yeah we'll see uh, what's your dream job so I'm not like very well versed in the whole government world but like if you could do anything what what's your dream yeah um I would really like to work in uh journalism or media in some way I think like the dream job like if we're really talking like dream job yeah. it would be to be like a foreign correspondent for like a broadcast news company um, to be able to be like, uh, if you've seen anything of like Richard Engel on NBC or Clarissa Ward on CNN, um, being able to do some foreign correspondence stuff is super, super cool to me. Um, I would love to be able to, you know, fuse in that bit of traveling and uh, current events and history that I love and be able to work uh, in journalism or media, whether it be for a newspaper or for uh broadcast company uh, i think that that'd be really cool to be able to like travel and be based in places where things are happening um and be able to sort of like go when coverage needs to happen um how i would achieve that i'm not sure uh, a lot of the in- internships that i'm looking at right now are for journalism um or media companies so i'm just sort of trying to see how i can build up some experience and work up my way there I don't think I found out that you were into journalism and media until after we got back and I saw you like posting like articles you wrote and stuff for like the school paper or a blog Mm -hmm. or something like that. I didn't, because that never came up or whatever. We just talked about government in general. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. William Mary doesn't really have a journalism 
major or program like the closest thing that we have to that is like we have like a few creative writing classes a couple writing classes but mostly it is just like a, a liberal arts school and they're, they're starting to integrate a lot more stem to like making a big big push to become like a bigger state school and integrate a lot of stem um shifting away from that like classic liberal arts um identity that the schools always had um so it it was kind of just something that i fell into when I found out, I've, I've always loved writing and I interned for my school newspaper last semester, but I didn't take on more responsibility until this semester. And I've really started to write uh, and cover a lot more. Um, and so I, I think I've found that to be very rewarding and fulfilling. And so it sort of put me more on the track. I might have like had an idea of like, maybe I'd want to do it, but I wasn't totally sure on it. I just knew that I wasn't really even though I study government, I don't really have a desire to do too much like public sector work or like work for the government. I kind of flirted with the idea of like maybe seeing about the state department. And that's something that I still like the idea of somewhere, maybe later down the line, but um, I'm not really looking to go into like elected office, like immediately after college or any time. Next president. No, (laughs) no, 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 no. That's, those aren't my dreams. Yeah, it's like, it's interesting, because like, I want to do both, like, I want private and public sector, like, I want to work for the State Department, potentially, but like, I also want to work in like corporate and stuff, just because there's like, more flexibility, because once you're like locked into the government, I feel like it's like, hard to move around. And everything is like five year commitments, 10 year commitments and things like that. So we'll see how the how the die fall I don't know how's it say what's the phrase I don't know how how the pieces fall like that yeah (laughs) eventually but it is interesting and also I was gonna say Vaughn because how I got him on the podcast was he was on his friend's radio show right oh yeah yeah, and I oh, thought that maybe it was a podcast because he like posed like with the microphones and everything. And you know, some people have very professional setups, unlike us. Um, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, are you on a podcast? I have a podcast. Do you want to be on the podcast?" And so that that's how that happened. Oh, heck yeah! Did nice. you listen to any episodes I before? I had not. I had just seen you post about it uh, occasionally. Also, shout out Connor's Corner on WCWM 90.9 FM radio, if you're ever tuning in. Um, Nine o'clock on Sundays or something. East Coast time. East Coast time. East Coast time. Yeah. Did you just talk about sports when you were on? No, he's um. so his so his radio show is um music centered. So we we went on and just talked about music. He builds his own playlist every week songs he wants to play and so I, I got to put on a couple songs as a guest and we were sort of just like talking about music and then uh our connections to the various songs or artists that were playing and sort of able to just have like a good conversation about it so it was it was pretty fun just like an hour uh it would be like two songs play stop and talk for a second two songs play stop and talk again stuff like that are you big into yes. music or did he just invite you on so I, I'm also big into music. I um like, but behind me I have an Oasis poster, and then you can't really see it, but I have I have music posters all all around me in my room. Um, I play the drums. Um, so I'm a drummer in a band at William Mary. I've always really been into music. My brother's doing music out in Los Angeles, so it's not like my like uh passion I want to do for a career, but it's certainly like a big hobby uh, of mine, and I am of mine and I am a uh I'm big into music for sure yeah 
Avantika, are you going to say what I'm going to yeah, say? I'm gonna, I'm going to say band kids always find other band kids. It's like we can't get rid of each other. Are you, are, are you a fellow band kid? Yeah, both of us are. We're in the marching band at ASU. We nice. We play woodwind instruments, so not percussion, but we're all in the same world. There you go. How is uh? Wait, so do you guys just do football, or do you guys do basketball also? We do. We do both. The basketball band is a little smaller because it's in the spring season. It's. But then we do volleyball and hockey in the fall, also. That's sweet. Wait, so Avantika, I'm I'm curious. I saw a crazy highlight of ASU hitting like, like a beyond half court shot against Arizona the other day. Were you at that game? I was not, and thankfully I wasn't because that was so crazy. Well, no, it was a good game. ASU won that game. I was thinking mm-hmm. about last year where it didn't go as well for us, but it was a crazy game. I wasn't there. A lot of my friends were lots of fun. I yeah. missed, and right now they're the actually thing. in Vegas because the men's team is going on to championships and stuff, and they won their Sweet. game yesterday. So it's looking promising. Good luck. Good luck. It would be it'd be cool to see ASU in the tournament. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I'm missing all the things. Very sad. I miss the Super Bowl. I miss that. And also our basketball team. How did we turn it around, Avantika? Do you have any idea? Because we were like actual ass last year. Like it was so bad. I don't know. I know the women's team got a new coach, but that hasn't been doing too well. I don't know no. what the men's men's team is up oh, to. Oh, and then of course on the professional side, we got Kevin Durant and then the in his premier game yesterday he slipped and twists his ankle in warm-up after everyone paid like triple price for tickets to see his first game oh that's terrible yeah i forgot that the sun's got kd it's crazy we did we did my family season ticket holders so we're like very in tune with all the sun's news and everything and i like i my dad texted that in the family group chat and we were all like jesus was he at the game um I don't think so because he has like partial season because he like splits the season with other people. Um, So I don't think he was actually at that game. Maybe I should ask him. I don't think he was because I think we talked about when the first game was, but. I did have one question. We can maybe do this question and then wrap up. But I wanted to go down memory lane, like favorite moment about Israel, favorite highlight. Mm. Talking to yeah, me no, on that... the bus, debriefing with me every day, obviously. <laughs> no, no. I mean, those were those were good moments, but uh, I'm not sure. I mean, honestly, I think it would have to be probably – I feel like there's two answers to have. One, like, there's the, like, actual, like, things that you saw, but there's also, like, everything you were able to, like, learn in conversations that you were having. We had so many great conversations, especially with our tour guide, Ido, um, and also Ido. a couple of the speakers. Like, we got to speak with some journalists and some, um, like, regional experts on, like, Middle Eastern politics and mid- uh, and journalism in the Middle East that was just fascinating to get to hear from Israelis about uh, the country, the history, the region, and really get to learn a lot that I feel like I, as someone who has never been to the Middle East before and has only read and learned about it in class tangentially, it was really cool to get to hear some of that stuff and learn. And also in terms of like what I saw then, 
I would say everything in the old city of Jerusalem was just incredible. There's so, so much history there. Literally for over 2000 years, this city has had so much going on with it. And the significance that it means to so many people, it's unfortunate that there has been so much conflict there throughout history, but because it is such a uh, important place, it felt very, very surreal to be able to go and see those sites um, and also be able to experience the city. I mean, it's, I mean, I'm a Christian and it's something that I've, you know, I've, I've heard about Jerusalem since I was a baby. Right. So like being able to finally uh, go and get to see some of those places where so much of what I've heard about so much history has happened for so long, for so long was just incredible. So cool. Yeah. That's and you awesome. can Sounds feel like a really cool experience. I know I heard stories from Acacia, a lot of the same parallels, just getting the history, being able to talk to so many people. It's a cool yeah. experience. So I'm glad and you, you can feel to. like the significance of the city, like when you're there, like, I'm sure you agree, like you feel the power of like being yeah. there, which is like crazy, because I feel like there aren't like very many places where you can say that where you can like, feel it <laughs> in that way. Mm-hmm necessarily sure. your favorite moment like from like any group activity thing we did hmm. favorite moment that is it's like tel aviv uh, like our nights in tel aviv were fun I, I think our nights in tel aviv were fun if i have to think about anything like the things that stand out to me Floating in the Dead Sea was pretty cool. It was pretty that surreal was because I didn't think I was going to actually be able to float. I don't I don't I don't know what I thought that it was, but the fact that like trying to sink in water, which you're usually able to do with ease and not being able to do it was pretty crazy. Um so I would say that that was yeah, that was that was a really fun just like individual moment and like everyone was out in the water uh just having a fun time sort of like all having this crazy like mind-boggling experience together in in the same moment it was it was like everyone just had this like kid-like wonder of like just enjoying the nature that we were in and everything it was it was it was pretty cool mm-hmm. i can nice. <laughs> with that i think we can move to our music segment Yes, so that's why I was going to do in is since you've been listening to an episode before, you don't know, but we do song of the week. So what okay. song have you been listening to on repeat this past week? And if you can't pick one, you can pick like two. Hmm. This past week, what I've been listening to a lot of, um, I'm going to shout out a song that just recently got uh, dropped that my brother worked on, which I've been listening to. Um, it's by My Name Isn't J-Mac and Kwame Adu. It's called Walk Around. Uh, I'm going to put it up here if anyone wants to have a look at it. It's pretty good. It's some hip-hop and rap. Um, I, I have been playing it on repeat for the last week. I've also been listening to the new Slow Tie album that dropped recently, but I can't pick a single song from that. Uh, just the whole project has been really good. So those are my two. That's cool. What does your brother do? Is he a producer or something else? Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a producer. Uh, works with a handful of artists out in Los Angeles. That's awesome. 
Very but, cool. Like, like shameless plug aside, I'm not just promoting it just to promote it. It's also like a good song and it's catchy. I would, I, yeah, I recommend Gunless Lynn. Cool, cool. For me, I don't think I've done a podcast, but I think it still counts because I've been listening to it on repeat for the last week. And it sounds nerdy, but these next two months, I'm going to have to be nerdy. So I'm listening to, it's like from the perspective doctor, it's an MCAD podcast where they go over high yield topics for students. And so that's what my car rides have been composed of. I've been trying to cram in whatever I can in every single second of the day. So call me productive, but that, that's been my free time. <laughs> so I can't put that in the playlist, then, because we have a oh. playlist of all the songs that guests and we say every week. Um, oh, so sweet. I can't put I'm sure no one wants to listen to it anyway, <laughs> no, though. So no. sad. That's hey, fair hey, enough. Hey. Don't sell yourself short. I'm <laughs> the, the creature of habit, as always. So I'm still on, like, my same four-album rotation that I have been for the past month. So still on the SZA album. Still loving it. But the past couple of days... Old from Doja Cat's last album. I've been listening to that a little bit, and I really like I Don't Do Drugs with Ariana Grande. Great message as a title. We support the message of the title, but very, very catchy song. So I that's what I've been listening to on repeat this week. Nice. Awesome. With that, we will wrap up the episode. Joseph, thank you so much for being on. We hope you enjoyed being on. We enjoyed having you on. I had a great time. Thank you so much for having me. It was great to get to talk with both of you and great to meet you, Avantika. And good yeah, to see nice you to again, meet Acacia. you too. Yes, of course. So, All right. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Staccato. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave us some stars and a review telling us what you think.